Welcome! You're listening to Uncommon Sense, and I'm Doug Morgan. And you're listening to a very fast-growing podcast, and we really appreciate that. We had the highest listenership the other day that we've had since the beginning, and and it is all because of you. And if you really do like what you're hearing and the dulcet tones of of me, then go ahead and hit the subscribe button, and you'll be notified uh, every time that we have a new podcast come out, which is coming out about uh, three times a week. Uh, We try to do a Monday, Wednesday, Friday thing here. And getting right into today's, uh, you know, we have uh, a question in front of us. Why were the Salem witch trials so wrong? Uh, <laughs> a lot of things, I would say. But, but one of the things that, that we look at is that the, 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 the witch trials were about basically a mob of people not liking what a certain set of people said and did. And so they actually put them to death. <laughs> I mean, that's that's what it was about. Uh, you know, I'm I'm not one for uh, Satanism. I'm not. I don't agree agree with its tenets uh, by any means. Uh, quite the opposite, actually. But uh, but at the same time, uh, what happened here were uh, we had a, a mob of people that basically put to death some pe- some people that they didn't like what they said and what they did. And, and that in itself is just as wrong, if not more so, than, than what uh, anything that the, the witches of that time said or did. Uh, so uh, that brings up another question. What is wrong with censoring things that are not true? Uh, like, for instance, uh, we know, let's take an example of the flat earth the, uh, theology out there. Uh, we know that there are people even today that believe that the earth is flat. And, and, you know, they believe that, that, you know, gravity is the centrifugal force that we feel, that the rim of the, of the earth is, has, um, you know, a, a wall of ice around it so we don't fall off. I mean, you know, obviously it sounds like I know more about it than I actually do, but, <laughs> but all in the same uh, tone, um, here, we know that through science and through our astronauts and all kinds of, you know, the satellites and everything that we need, we need to know, we know that the Earth is not flat, uh, though there are people who believe that and will espouse to that and will um, completely, um, you know, tell you that that the Earth is definitely flat and that you know what you believe is wrong when you say that the Earth is round. Um, and and it, at the same time, they have the right to say that, and they have the right to, to be wrong. They have the right to believe wrong things. Now, that is uh, a tenant of our country, is that you have the right to say those things. And, and if you didn't, um, you know, where would we be? I mean, if, if you look at, again, the flat earth type of theology, there was a time when the majority of people believed that the earth was flat. And if you said that it wasn't, then you would be chastised for it. I mean, how in the world... We, could you ever believe that the earth was round? I mean, come on, everybody knows that the earth is flat. I mean, you are so anti-science to believe that the earth is round. Everybody, I mean, the consensus of scientists know and believe that the earth is flat. So to say the earth is round, you're just leading people astray and you're some big conspiracy theorist. Well, again, we know that that was incorrect. The earth is not flat, the earth is round. But again, you, uh, the, those that have 
the, the right to be wrong uh, can be wrong. It's okay, and they can say what they believe. That is a God-given right. Now, one of the things that is wrong with censoring things that aren't true is that who is to say what is true and what is not true? I mean, is it the government? Uh, is there going to be some some committee that says, oh, yeah, you know, this, this is true and this is not true. So if you say something that is against what we think, then you are spouting untruthfulness and you need to be censored and, and you need to not say what you're saying because that's not truth and you're going to be leading people astray. Um, oh, I know, I know. I have, I have a better idea. Uh, what if we have this uh, group, could, could even be like a, um, a social media uh, type of group that uh, and we'll call them fact checkers, okay? And these fact checkers, they're going to go ahead and, and determine what is true and what is not true. So that way, if you are on Facebook, let's say, or, or anywhere else on social media, and you say something that is against what these fact checkers know to be true, then you know what? You can be censored and you can be uh, taken off and you can, you can be canceled because of your beliefs or what you had to say. Uh, you, you don't even have to believe what you say. The f- simple fact that you said it means that you need to be canceled and you need to be silenced. Uh, I think that might that might work. That might lead us to a better society. Uh, <laughs> the other the other thing is that um, you know there are things that we know or we think we know now that we don't really know. Uh, let's take the Bible for instance. Um, you know Israel became a country. Um, right after World War II. Well, the Bible talks about Israel becoming a a country again, and it's one of the predictions that that is in the Bible. But people didn't really see that, didn't see that prediction of the Bible until about 50 years before it happened. And, And it's not that, you know, it doesn't say Israel will become a country, but as you put the things together, you go, oh, look it, the Bible is predicting that, the, that Israel is going to become a country again. And people didn't really even put those, you know, two and two together uh, until about 50 years before it actually happened. And so we, if, if you were to say before that time, well, hey, Israel is going to become a country uh, again. You know, if, if we were canceling people for saying untrue things, then those type of people could be canceled. And and that, again, is goes against what we're talking about. That That is what's wrong with censoring people from saying untrue things. And that, that leads me to an article that I uh, read uh, out of the Daily Wire. Paul Boyce uh, wrote this on the 5th of this month, and it says, British superstar uh, Rowan Atkinson will forever be immortalized as the iconic Mr. Bean, as, as, as enjoyed uh, Ricky, has joined Ricky Gervais and John Cleese in the fight against cancel culture. Uh, Speaking to the UK's Radio Times, Atkinson said that the modern act of destroying people in an instant due to the past or present sins is the digital equivalent of the medieval mob roaming the streets looking for someone to burn. The problem we have online is that an algorithm decides what we want to see, which ends up creating a sympathetic, binary view of society. Uh, he said, as, as he, it was reported in Variety, uh, quote, it becomes a case of either you're with us or you're against us. And if you're against us, you deserve to be canceled, 
he said, unquote. Uh, you know, this, this is what we are talking about. Um, if you don't agree with people, then you should be silenced. And he's coming out against this. It says, it goes on to say here, it says, uh, quote, it's important that we're exposed to a wide spectrum of opinion. But what we have now is a digital equivalent of the medieval mob roaming the streets looking for someone to burn, Atkinson added. So it is scary for anyone who's a victim of that mob, and it fills me with fear about the future. Um, you know, this, this, let me stop right here because this is getting to the crux of what we're talking about here with cancel culture. Um, you know, we have a, uh, a, we have a right to be able to even be wrong if we want to be. Uh, we have a right to stick our head in the sand and not look at the facts. We have a right to just simply be emotional about something and go off. Um, you know, we, we are held responsible for the things that we do. If we do something in that anger or whatever, then that, uh, you know, we can't sin in our anger, but, um, but we have a right to be able to say and say things that are incorrect. Um, and, and what he's talking about here is he's talking about this, this mob mentality of saying that if you offend somebody, if you, uh, if you say something that somebody doesn't like, then, then you deserve to be canceled. And, and that's not, that is, is, is not right. Um, we, we cannot maintain this, this level of, of, um, I don't want to say unfriendliness, but this, this level of cancellation, is that, a, is that another term for it? Uh, we cannot go forward this way and have a society that, in, in, that, that is a place that we want to live in. Um, you know, it, it goes on to say here that, um, in, in this article that Atkinson joins the ranks of several British comedians, uh, who have condoned cancel culture, including Monty Python alum, John Cleese and Ricky Gervais. Um, speaking with Reuters this past July, police said that the cancel culture often fuels, uh, fueled by political correctness misunderstands the main purpose of life, which is to have fun, is, is his opinion. Uh, everything humorous is critical, he said. If you have someone who is perfectly kind and intelligent and flexible and who always behaves appropriately, they're not funny. <laughs> Funniness is about people who don't do that like Trump he said and I know he's going to get himself in trouble by by invoking the name Trump but anyway we move on Cleese added that political correctness creates a problem for comedians because they quote have a set have to set the bar according to what we are told by the most touchy most emotionally unstable and fragile and least stoic people in the country all right let's let's stop here just for a second because I think he's hitting on something right here that's very, very important. We need to we need to understand the the culture that we have right now says that if you offend anyone, if you um, are going to say something that hurts somebody's feelings in any way, shape, or form, if you say something that people do not agree with and they just don't want to hear, then you are the problem. In fact, what we hear oftentimes, even from the church. And Christians is that well God is love and he wants us to show love to other people so what we have to make sure that we do is never ever by any circumstances whatsoever cross my heart hope to die do not ever 
offend anybody. Do not ever say something that they would disagree with. Do not ever make them feel uncomfortable in any way. And if you do, then you are not a good Christian, you are not a good human being, you are not a good member of society, and you are part of the problem. This is what we have seen from this, the, this cancel culture type of mentality. Um, unfortunately, that doesn't match up with the Bible. And the Bible even calls itself a stumbling block, uh, meaning that there are things that you are going to say as a Christian, there are things that you're going to read in the Bible that are going to challenge you, that are going to make you upset maybe at times. I mean, Jesus said that if you speak the, his words and if you are doing his will, there are going to be people that do not like what you have to say and they are going to be mad at you and they're going to come against you. And it's not because they hate you, he said, it's because they hate me. They hate him Jesus. And and this is what, it's it's a spiritual battle thing. And so, so yes, we are going to say things and we are going to do things. If we are doing things, you know, within the Lord's will, we are going to say and do things that are going to upset people sometimes. And that is okay. It is okay for people to be challenged. And oftentimes, truth is what challenges people. You know, you hear the, the phrase commonly, truth hurts, right? Uh, now, does this mean that we shouldn't be tactful? Does this mean that we shouldn't be loving? Of course not. That is not what I'm saying here. But what I am saying is if we do like what he's talking about here, if we do bow down to those that are the most touchy and the most emotionally unstable and fragile of, of, the, of the society and make sure that we never, ever, ever offend someone, then we are not going to be living in, in a society that we want, that, that you would ever want to live in, number one. It's going to be so sanitized and, and just, not, just not even biblical, uh, to be totally honest with you here. So let's, let's continue. Uh, comedian Ricky uh, Gervais uh, has long been an opponent of, uh, opponent of cancel culture and the excesses of political correctness in general. Uh, during an episode of the podcast Smartless, uh, Gervais said that being woke in today's environment could be ta taboo in the next 10 years based on cultural shifts. Uh, quote, the scary thing is being canceled if you say the wrong thing and suddenly Netflix can take you off their platform. And it's not just Netflix, obviously. Um, quote, you could be the most woke politically correct stand-up in the world at the moment, but you don't know what it's going to be like in 10 years' time. You can get canceled for things you said 10 years ago, he added. Um, you know, there, there, there is this, this whole movement of if, if somebody wants to take you out, if the media wants to take you out, they can do that. They, they make people and they can break people, and they love doing that. Um, you know, the article continues, some might argue that cancel culture holds public figures uh, accountable for transgressions, but Gervais said that they are mistaken. For instance, if a comedian uh, or a celebrity or anyone else expresses views that offend someone, the person can always choose to boycott them. With cancel culture, however, people are bullied into deplatforming and blacklisting others. Something entirely different, he says. Uh, the misunderstanding about cancel culture 
is some people think that you should be able to say anything you want without uh, consequences. And that's not true because we're members of society and people are allowed to criticize you, he said. They're allowed to not buy your things. They're allowed to burn your DVDs. They even make those things anymore. (laughs) And they're allowed to turn off, as he quotes, the telly. (laughs) Uh, What they're uh, not allowed to do is bully other people into not going to see you. And so let, let's let's talk about this just a little bit here. Uh, what is canceled culture really? And, and I go directly to to the most reputable source uh, of, uh, of things and that's Wikipedia. <laughs> and I know uh, I, I'm not a big fan uh, of using them uh, for definitions, but I will tell you I, I think that their definition here is spot on. So cancel culture, according to Wikipedia, or as they call it call out culture, is a common form of ostracism in which someone is uh, thrust out of societal or professional circles, either online, on social media, in the real world, or both. Those who are subject to this ostracism are said to be canceled. And so what it's it's basically saying is that if, if people don't like what you are saying, or people don't like um, what you're doing, or they don't like your big nose, or whatever the case may be, that then then you can be canceled. That they are going to completely um, ostracize you from both social and professional circles. Um, you know, a lot of people say, well, you know, it's it's not really uh, affecting me. It's not really going to, you know, it it, it can't really be that bad. Um, let, let me give you an example here. Uh, we own in our household, we own a. a uh, a switch uh, and and it's it, uh, a, a game a video game um, console and and this uh, Nintendo switch uh, has a game called Animal Crossing in fact we own the Animal Crossing Nintendo switch <laughs> but anyway my wife's favorite game is Animal Crossing and she even belongs to a Facebook group uh, Animal Crossing Facebook group because she likes to to go on and she likes to see what other people are doing with, with their little island and 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 what they're uh, you know building there and this type of thing, um, and what was interesting is that they got a um, the the minister, uh, ministers of this Facebook group uh, sent out a warning, and it said quote don't use the words pig and woo together please, <laughs> uh, and and it kind of of course caught you know my eye and and what's happening here. Is that there? There's this. There's different characters on the island, and and one of them is a pig, and and they go around you know your island, and and uh, and and some people were posting, you know, hey look, and you know the pig's on my island, and he's you know running around doing it, and 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 they were saying, hey pig, woo, you know, and and <laughs> Facebook doesn't like that apparently, and uh, and in fact it's it's happened more than once, more than one person, even in the same day, they said quote, so it's happened twice this morning, uh, and. That, that they have gotten these warnings that if if people start saying the words pig and woo together in the same sentence, that they're going to cancel this Facebook group. Uh, they, they went on to say, Facebook does not like for you to holler at the swine, unquote. I mean, this, this is 
and you may say this is absolutely ridiculous. It is ridiculous. This is part of cancel culture. If somebody is offended because you wooed to a pig, then you know what? It's not even a real pig. It's you know it's it's a video game, but that's okay. Somebody got offended, and so you know you are going to be canceled as a Facebook page because people are wooing to pigs on your Facebook page. Uh, this is just an example of cancel culture and the fact that we have to all be sterilized uh, and make sure that we do not offend anyone. Okay, now not everybody is into this, and and there are some there's some light lights of hope here. Uh, number one, Poland uh, has a new bill that slaps 2.2 million dollar fines for social media companies censoring lawful posts. Um, you know, here in this country, what have we seen? We've seen uh, you know Section 230, and we've talked about this a little bit of the Communications Decency Act of 1996. Uh, it is a law that says that that our social media companies are not liable for things that that are posted on their their sites that they're just platforms is what they've they've said and and you can't sue us you can't hold hold us accountable for those things but at the same time they're censoring stuff so how can we not hold them accountable and so that's why that section 230 needs to be taken away um i love the post here by uh, a gentleman by the name of tim pool and he said this he said the u.s acts all high and mighty comparing itself to other countries in terms of free internet and speech but i see little difference between the u.s social media and what the chinese communist party does wrong think is purging any attempt at a free platform is purged says tim um and it's true i mean this is a reference to orwell's 1984 book and wrong think and how you know we we do in this country say you know we have all this this first amendment freedom of free speech and we can say what we want and 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 of course the communist type countries they they can't people can't say what they want there um and yet when we really look at things and we start to compare things today are we really that much different i mean look at what's happening today today uh the the vote was taken uh in the house of representatives in washington dc to go ahead and, and, and impeach Trump. Uh, president Trump is only days away from not being president anymore. And yet, what are they doing? They're taking a vote and they're voting to impeach Trump to cancel him. I mean, isn't that what this is about? He's not going to do anything um, more in, in his last few days here uh, as president. He's He is just simply being canceled because they're they're of their hatred for him they they didn't like what he had to say they didn't like what he did and they didn't like what he um the definitely the things that he did and so their their hatred for him are is is at such a level that they would go ahead and try to impeach him a second time so he's the first president in history to be uh impeached a second time and so they're trying to to scar him for history and, and all this stuff, why? Because of what he said and what he did. And, the, and so um, there's, no other, there's no other explanation for uh, impeaching uh, a president just days before he's about to leave uh, than, than the f- simple fact that 
they're trying to cancel him. Uh, one other person in history we can think of that was canceled, well, that would be Jesus. Now, Jesus was canceled because of the things he said and the things that he did. And, and what, what, did, uh, what did those things do? Those, those things that he said and did, they, they were affronts to the leadership, the religious leadership of the time. They, they challenged those people. They offended those people. They, they were a threat to their power. And so what did they do? They first tried to silence him. And, and, and even, even before he was born, they tried to kill him. But, you know, they, 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 uh, they silenced him and, uh, uh, and, and they tried to silence him and they, they tried to, to cancel him. And then what they finally do, they canceled him uh, for good by killing him. Now, obviously, he had the last, last laugh by, by uh, his resurrection three days later. But, um, but that, that was a cancel culture type of mentality, the mob mentality where he was actually put to death because of what he said and what he did. And so we, we have to look at, well, in, in this culture, uh, at, at how we can maintain those First Amendment rights of free speech. We have to be able to maintain um, the, 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 the ability to not be canceled because of something that we've said or done. Even though we may not like what other people say, we need to defend their right to say it. We, we have to be able to have that ability to be able to even be wrong. And we're going to get into this uh, on Friday. Do I have the God-given right to be wrong? Do I have the right to be wrong? We are going to look into that a little bit farther, but uh, if, if you would like to, to, to talk with us you know, by email, I would definitely encourage that. We love to get your emails, whether you like what is on the program or you don't. It doesn't matter. We love the communication. And uh, right here, you can communicate with us by email at 4 sense at gmail.com. That's 4-F-O-R, uncommonsense at gmail.com. Thank you for listening.